Hello, everyone, and welcome to the latest episode of the Rachel Unpack podcast. I am your host, Rachel Medina. You can follow me on social media at Rachel Medina 101. Head on over to our, or my, I should say, private Facebook group, RM101. If you're on Clubhouse, also look for the group or the room, um, the club, I should say, RM101. Okay, that was a rough start. Welcome to the show. Listen, I'm going to be um, dropping some pretty interesting um, course opportunities, learning opportunities, and things like that to help you tap into some side hustles that have really emerged very strong since 2020 through 2021. Um, if you are a single mother um, or even a married you know, woman with kids and you're really trying to debate, what do I do now in 2021? Everybody's kind of going back to normal. Um, but I kind of like working from home, but how can I, you know, make more money doing so? Um, head on over to rachelmedina.com and you'll see the tabs on the left there. If you're on your computer or up at the top right, little, little search bar there, if you're on your phone and it's going to give you an option to, um, head over to courses or coaching and then enter your email to stay alerted, right? So once you enter your email, um, you will receive an alert once things go live. Um, and again, these are going to be really affordable options. Some of them are going to be free options. So you're going to want to definitely take a look at that once it goes live. So stay tuned, subscribe, all the fun stuff. If you're coming across this podcast for the very first time, I am Rachel Medina. I am an entrepreneur. Um, I am a mom. I'm a, all kinds of things. <laughs> a woman. I've been married, divorced, all the all the things, right? Um, and I am now here offering season two of the Rachel Unpack podcast to help you get your mindset right, your money mindset right. So let's get into it. In this episode, I am going to be tackling the topic of trust and how it applies not only to everyday life but to business. And you know, a, a few things you might be doing on a regular basis without even realizing that you're doing them that are causing people not to trust you. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Some of these things are just things I've observed, um, in other people that I'm like, uh, and some of them, um, I have heard other people, high level people addressing them, um, saying, you know, this person, you know, and, and then they point out what it was that made them feel like maybe that person wasn't trustworthy or something's going on with that person. And and let me tell you, they're very subtle things. They're very subtle things. So when I share these with you, you're going to be like, oh, do I do that? <laughs> I think we all do some of one, at least one of these things. But it's something to consider when you're going out into the world and you're interacting with people, like I said, for business or you're trying to build new friendships or maybe you're meeting new moms at the park and you're trying to, you know, create some kind of connections and um, and things like that. These are some of the things, right, that people notice, but especially, especially in business. So here we go. First and foremost, it's almost like a no-brainer, but eye contact. And what I mean by eye contact, I don't mean an awkward stare. I mean when someone is speaking to you, you look at them. And here's the thing, you know, in our daily lives with cell phones and all that kind of stuff, there's one thing if you're like working on your phone, like you're answering an email and it's between 8 and 5 p.m. and you're in the middle of doing work or you're like you're in the middle of curating a post for your social media marketing and then someone just randomly starts a conversation with you in the middle of that and you're kind of like uh-huh uh-huh looking up looking down 
it's we all kind of do that right and really that kind of falls on the person who just walked up on you saw you looking down at your phone they probably should have asked the question oh hey um do you have a second or are you working on something right now you know because they don't know it's hard to tell when you're on your phone if you're just randomly scrolling mindlessly scrolling through social media for entertainment purposes if you're just texting a friend if it's not money making activity it's a little bit hard to distinguish from the two nowadays right and so you know that's one scenario but let's just say you're just mindlessly scrolling you're just you know or you're in the middle of a conversation then you just kind of look at your phone and then you're kind of like uh-huh and you're picking up your phone no that is a that's a huge red flag that's a big problem you know you should be able to go to a dinner or engage in a full you know a lengthy conversation without having to look at your phone and so eye contact is a big deal. Um, I'm not saying, like I said, creepy stare, but definitely be engaged. If the person is, is explaining something or telling a story or sharing something, you know, look, nod, be engaged, respond. Um, and so I feel like over the years, I've seen this in, in various situations where um, someone is trying to share some insight, whether it's business insight or, you know, personal story, and then, you know, the other people or another person will kind of go, uh-huh. And then what they do is, this is kind of like 1.2, 1 <laughs> 1.2.0 or something. But the other thing is, so lack of contact, eye contact, right? So you got to you gotta make eye contact. You got to acknowledge, stop what you're doing, look up if it's not work-related or if it is work-related, say, oh, you know what? Give me one second. I'll, I'll, I'll give you one second in just a second or whatever. And then say, let me just finish this. I was in the middle of this. And then that way they know, okay, oops, you know, they were working on something and they're focused and then let me just give them a second or I'll come back and talk to them. So you got to manage that properly. It's better to do that than to just keep looking at your phone and doing going, uh-huh, 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 when the person's just talking out in thin air, right? And then if you're that person talking out in thin air, just stop talking. <laughs> They're not looking at you. They're not paying attention. If they wait, if they sit up, um, if they get up out of their seat and you're in the middle of a conversation, they get up and walk around. I mean, some of these are all kind of connected, right? So again, lack of eye contact um, can then lead to these other things. So the next thing is, that moving around thing, right? If you, if someone is in the middle of a conversation with you and then you just get up and start walking around and in your mind, you're like, uh-huh, uh-huh, I'm just across the way. I'm all the way across the room. If you're the person talking, just stop talking. Just, just, just stop talking. Just wait. <laughs> I know it's going to seem awkward, but it's because they don't realize what they're doing, right? It's different if they just get up really quick and they and they go like you're in the in the kitchen and you're sitting at the table and they just get up really quick and they're making themselves a cup of tea while they're listening to your story or they're in the conversation. That's different. But if they're like, uh-huh, yeah, yeah. And like in the other room, just, just wait. <laughs> I've witnessed situations where someone was in the middle of a pretty deep sort of um, conversation where they were sharing something pretty deep and the person that they were speaking to got up and just started like moving dishes around and just doing random things like, you know, putting stuff away. And it was a little bit painful to watch. I mean, the person kept talking and the other person was all, uh-huh, uh-huh. And then it was like the engagement wasn't there. And, you know, they do the whole I'm listening, but it's not, it's not, it's not. So if you're that person that does the whole I'm listening, you're not listening. 
you may hear it, but you're not like engaged. So there's a huge difference. And so then the person that's opening up and sharing or whatever, taking the time to just engage with you, then they get sort of a little bit turned off. It becomes like this place of like, it's not safe to then open up or it's not, it's not safe to just be able to like have a long conversation with this particular person. Cause essentially it translates as they don't really care, you know? And once you get the sense from people that they don't really care, then there's not really a lot of trust there to bear kind of your soul to that person or to share your super exciting ideas. Okay, so we had lack of eye contact, um, and then we have the whole walking away in the middle of a conversation, right? Um, so if you're listening and you're going, oh my gosh, I think I do that, um, that's a big deal. Being on your phone, you know, um, is is an issue. And then the other thing is, is again, back to lack of engagement, the, the uh-huh, uh-huh, or the no, just stare, just the no, no reaction to something that you're sharing, again, exciting ideas or, you know, a pretty profound aha moment you might have had, whatever it is, you're just having a human experience, right? You're just trying to share and you're choosing to share it with that person. And then that person listens or hears you, I should say, and goes, mm-hmm, or whatever. And then with the time you're, you kind of pause, then they completely change the subject. They go, oh, did you see that, you know, this, that Elon Musk launched another space rocket? And then you're like, oh, yeah. And you're sitting there going, really? I just, you know, shared something with you for five whole minutes or 10 whole minutes. And then, and all of that, your process was to jump to, you know, the other shiny object <laughs> on your, you know, whatever the situation is in your mind. So that's, that's a huge, that's a huge problem. Oh my gosh. I've seen that in meetings. Um, I remember having to hold a meeting. I had a really large team. It was like 22 people, um, in just in one office. And then I had a bunch of people in another office and, and so one day I brought them all together. It was a common thing. Once a month, I'd bring them all together. And we're all around the table, a bunch of us. And, um, you know, I'm standing at the head and I'm, you know, saying, okay, we're going to get into it. And so everybody starts to share ideas. We go, you know, we go and we're in this dialogue um, that is a problem-solving, solution-based conversation about an issue that was brought to our, you know, my attention that I wanted to put on the table that was kind of creating a bottleneck situation of the workplace with uh, regards to process and flow. And so um, we were putting it on the table, like what kind of ideas do we have to, to solve it? And we're going through this whole thing. And then all of a sudden, this one person after like about five minutes of doing this, and we're really getting somewhere with it. This one person goes, oh, you know what? Um, I have an idea. What about that? And then brings up like a whole other issue that has nothing to do with this issue. So this conversation was not yet completed when the other person was cracking into the circle and then and then veering off the topic. And so that's another thing, um, ladies. <laughs> if you have a lot of ideas swirling around your head, you want to make sure that you're organizing them. So you want to make sure that you go, okay, what are we talking about in this moment? And then, and then how can I stay on topic or contribute to this topic? If I cannot, then I'll just stay quiet, take notes, or listen and engage and nod and smile and, and respond and all the fun things that are related <laughs> to that topic instead of completely shifting the topic. And you hear things about this with like regarding narcissism and stuff like that. And, and you hear things like, oh, this, you know, a person is talking to you about one thing. And then all of a sudden, 
you just wait for your turn to speak and you're waiting for your turn to speak, um, not to participate in what they were saying, but to just kind of wait your turn, not to like respond to them, but to wait your turn just to speak about anything else or about some other thing. You're not really in it. Um, and so I'm having a little bit of trouble describing that particular thing, but I know that it's happened to me in a lot of cases, um, even like with my ex-husband and just various people that they just, you know, you're in casual conversations and and then they're just waiting for their turn to speak to just say something completely different that's not even on topic. And so that it feels like that person wasn't actually listening to you. Um, so that's one other thing. I've been actually researching a lot of this stuff as well <laughs> because over the years, because, you know, I do enjoy communication and I always want to be thoughtful and mindful when I'm communicating. And sometimes I get overly excited myself and then I'm like, blah, 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 blah. And instead of like sharing one thing, I share five things and, and then I dominate the conversation. So I've been like that since a child. So at the end of the day, it's like trying to, you know, really kind of organize all that energy in my mind and and then give people their place right to communicate and stuff like that but um but that's definitely one of the things um is to simply wait for your turn to talk to speak just to be able to say something again that's not validating the person that was speaking to you meaning um it's like a ping pong match someone says something to you you have now received the ball you have to process acknowledge, give them acknowledgement, receive it, right? Process it and then reply. And then they go, yeah, da, 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 da. And then they pass it to you and then you process and you receive and go, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And then now you're in the game, right? <laughs> Back and forth. And that's what a healthy conversation looks like. That's what it sounds like. Um, not the clicking, not the clicking, not the clicking. Um, but you know, that's what it looks, sounds, feels like. It's an exchange. It's an even exchange back and forth. And there's eye contact, there's reaction, um, there's engagement. And it's and it's a little bit of uh-huhs, but not the whole thing being uh-huh. And then when the time they're done talking, you go, yeah, so anyways, what about John? Wasn't that crazy about, you know, Steve and about, you know, Peter or Paul or whatever? Like, you know what I mean? So that part is like, and I get being in fast paced conversations. Like I have a lot of um, females around me that are fast talkers. I'm a fast talker and we're fast thinkers. And so we do speak really fast. I think if we recorded some of those conversations, it's like, and then on to the next. And you won't really notice when the tracks, the train tracks shifted, but it happens really fast. But each of those conversations, those, those quick conversations are completed. So they're like complete circles. It's like, we talk through this, 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 click and complete and on to the next. So we each feel like we understood each other and the message is complete. And then now we moved on to the next topic. And so maybe you're not a fast thinker, especially maybe not a fast talker. I know not everybody is. And so it could seem a little overwhelming when you're engaging with someone who is a fast thinker, is a fast talker. And so those of you who are fast thinkers, fast talkers, we got to acknowledge that they are probably processing a third of what we're saying. And so we have to be empathetic to that and, and either slow it down or mirror a little bit of their energy in, in the conversations. Um, you learn that in sales as well. 
when you're prospecting and you're selling and you're presenting, that's what they say, mirror the prospect, mirror the individual on the other side of the desk and see, are they, do they speak slow? Because that means that everything that they're thinking and processing is on a slower pace or they're digesting information a little bit differently than you um, at a different pace than you. And so if you really want to make a strong point, you got to kind of slow it down a couple notches and then look and then listen and engage. And that includes eye contact, head movements, you know, expressions, responses that are relevant to acknowledging the information you just received from them. And there's like this whole order of process. And, you, and again, um, if you go into sales, especially at a young age, you learn a lot of this stuff. You catch on really quick in the first couple years about this. Um, and so it will really help you in business if you can understand these principles about the eye contact and things like that. There's nothing worse than chat, than having, you know, giving someone your attention. They're speaking to you. They're telling you a story. And then next thing you know, you turn on, you go, yeah, you know, and you want to tell your story. Maybe it's not related to that. Maybe it is. And you want to tell your story. And then they're just looking around. They're just looking around. Their eyes are moving around behind you. They're moving their head around you. They're fidgeting. They're, and you're going to hear this and go, well, Rachel, Rachel, some people have ADD. That's ADHD. You know what? Be aware of it. Some of those things are not meant to just be like, oh, I just have it and everyone else has to deal with it. It's like, no, if you know you have it, then you should be doing some exercises to catch yourself in order to be socially, um, you know, in tune, in tune. And I'm not saying you're going to be perfect at it. Nobody's perfect at it. But definitely this podcast, this episode is so that we are all fully aware of the things that we're doing that reduce the, the amount of trust that people have in us. So for example, you know, I was with someone not too long ago and they were sharing some stories with me and then I was like, you know, really processing and and as soon as I would give some feedback or, or try to engage, so it was like the ball was now in my court, um, she would just kind of look around and, and I didn't even know if she was hearing me. It was the weirdest thing. I found myself kind of talking a little bit louder and um, she was still just kind of you know, looking around, moving her head, like not like in, in, incapable of receiving. Now, I don't know if she actually heard me till this day. I don't know. It wasn't that long ago, but it's like it was the weirdest thing. And I've seen that on some levels um, from other watching other people have conversations. And I'm like, OK, this person is truly, um, you know, compliment, like giving them like absolute guidance in, in a really powerful way. Like this is valuable advice that person A is giving person B and person B is just kind of fidgeting and, and looking around and, and, and yeah, responding, but they're just so fidgety. And it's like that ladies, we got to work on that. We got to work on that. So if you go out into the world and you're having brunch with your girlfriend or, you know, you are, you know, heading to work and things like that, you got to remember that if someone is speaking to you, they are giving you attention. Yes, they're they're wanting your attention, you know, for you to listen to them, but just listen. And and if you're just a busy person and you don't have time to hear it or you don't care to hear it, just say, oh, you know what? I'm actually, um, you know, stepping into a meeting or, you know, I got to get on this call. You can find ways to get out of a conversation with someone um, politely that, that you don't want to be, you know, in a conversation with. Um, but at the end of the day, if you are right there and you're saying, oh, hey, yeah, so what's up? And they start talking to you and you're just moving all around and you're just, I mean, that's a little bit tough 
that's a little bit tough. So you just want to be aware of it. Again, you're, no one's going to be perfect. You might be running out the door and they're talking to you. That's okay. I mean, the number of conversations I have when I'm running around are a lot. Now, the person's not running alongside me. They might be on the phone and stuff like that. You know, but being on the go is something that a lot of us women are and we're having conversations all in between. And so those are some of like the basic communication red flags. But let me tell you that there are some bigger ones than that. And some of the bigger ones are this. It is so important to say what you mean and mean what you say. And I'm going to repeat that one. I repeat something every time almost. Say what you mean and mean what you say, okay? If someone says, hey, um, we should go do X, Y, Z um, next month if you want. And, you know, you can come down and spend the night and then we'll head out and blah, 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 blah. And then you're like, yeah, and you hear that and you get all excited and you start preparing and stuff like that. And then the person is just like, oh, you know, I can't do that or whatever. Like there's not even a reschedule. It's just... And it's okay for like maybe once, but when it's a consistent thing that the person says one thing, but they do something totally different, most people catch on, even if it's subconsciously, they catch on really quick that you're not a reliable person. And um, and then obviously that leads to trust. And so they're not going to necessarily rely on you. They're not going to trust you when you say, hey, you know, we should go have brunch Um and then you're like, yeah, you know, let's do it Sunday. And then and then Sunday comes around and they're like, hey, do you want to have brunch? And you're like, yeah, I, I don't have time for that. And they're like, what? You literally said, <laughs> let's have brunch. I've actually been guilty of it myself. But um, but especially in business, when it when you break it down, you have to have your words align with your steps. Plain and simple. People remember your actions. They remember how you made them feel way more than a lot of the stuff that you say. And so at the end of the day, if you say one thing, but you're constantly doing another, you are not projecting yourself as a reliable, trustworthy person. For example, if someone's always telling you, hey, I'm going to tell you this, but don't tell anybody. And you're like, okay. And and you're like thinking to yourself, well, I'm not, I'm not a gossip, but okay. And then they start venting and they do all this kind of stuff. And then you, you turn around and say, you know, and you chime in, you might go, gosh, you know, I've kind of sensed that from that person too. And I've been concerned about it too. But you know, I just kind of keep my distance. And then you find out that they ran, not walked, they like sprained their ankle running that person, that they were the ones talking about to tell them all about how you said this, that or the other. The problem is, is that then there's, there's no trust there either, because they're asking you for something, which is privacy that they're not willing to give you. And so you have to be willing to give others what you're asking of them. And otherwise, again, the trust breaks down. There's actually tons of things that we don't even realize that we're doing that breaks people's trust or faith in us. And it's the tiniest little things, especially with women, right? Even with men though, too. I mean, I'm on another podcast, as you guys know, with my friend Delia called You Deserve Fresh Lettuce, where we talk about relationships, divorce, marriage, all that kind of fun stuff. And let me tell you, we've come across scenarios with men um, that they they have podcasts as well. And they talk about the flip side from the men's perspective. And they really bring up a lot of that stuff. They notice little things. They basically say women speak and men make decisions about that privately, like secretly in their minds. And so it's a really powerful thing, ladies, that we 
say what we mean and we mean what we say and we have we hold others um, to that. And so I don't hesitate to call someone out <laughs> in my life to be like, hey, you literally told me that you were going to do X, Y, Z. You got me excited about that. I prepared for that. And then you went and did something different. And those kinds of situations um, in business with family, I've had them all across the board. I never used to say anything about them. And now I decided probably right around 2019 or or yeah, probably around that time, I decided, no, if they have no shame and just completely flipping the script on me and making me look like I'm crazy, um, then I'm going to have no shame and say, hey, just so you know, you said one thing, now you're saying another, it's kind of not cool. Like, it's okay. It's okay if they get a little bit bothered. They're going to get bothered. They're going to be like, what? 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 And that's like a whole other freaking podcast episode as to why people who cause the issue get mad when you bring up the issue to them. Um, I'm not a psychologist, but that's a whole other world of a whole can of worms, I'm sure. But at the end of the day, it's a real thing. And so for you to be able to sort of hold yourself to a standard is one thing. But then you got to kind of start to look at the people around you and start to hold them to a bit of a standard as well. And then things start to flow most more smoothly, at least they'll understand how you operate and they can navigate accordingly. They can be like, oh, with Rachel, you know, I kind of can't really mess around and that way I gotta like, if I say I'm gonna do it, I gotta come through, um, you know? And so that's that's a really important thing. And some of this stuff is learned over time. It's not gonna happen all at once for you, but just notice that we all have those little tendencies. We all have those little tendencies. Um, and so getting better at them and this, you know, this whole podcast is about working on ourselves and elevating ourselves and unpacking our inner CEO, our inner superpowers, um, our inner healing, unpacking so many things, our inner millionaires, billionaires, <laughs> all of those things. And so in order to get there and we have to, you know, behave more like the people that are already living the life that we want to live. And so when you look at that level, um, and I've looked at some really high levels, you know, a lot of this stuff is nipped in the bud. Like you don't really see all that stuff. You don't, you can have a conversation with someone in a crowded room and they're engaged. I mean, they're like holding their drink in one hand and they're making, they're leaning in, they're like engaged. And, and when you surround yourself with people that really have done the work and figured it out, you, you figure out, you see the difference, you see the difference. And with our friends and our family, look, we're not going to be as, you know, stringent on the whole thing, but you're going to notice it as soon as you do the work on yourself, you're going to notice it in others. And so at the end of the day, remember, no one is perfect. This isn't about judging the people that haven't done the work. This podcast, you know what, if you know someone, just tag them, tag them on this podcast. Um, You can also go to at Rachel Unpacked um, to follow the podcast on Instagram and you can tag people there to get into the conversation. But, you know, I want to do an episode um, dedicated to this because I see it all too often. I see brilliant, brilliant young ladies that I know, brilliant women of all ages um, that I know that really have a lot of ideas and a lot of potential, but it's sort of all over the place. And I feel like if it can be a little bit more 
honed in and dialed in and a little more tailored and a little more structured, just a little bit more, man, they like to the moon and back, as they say, right? Um, they have so, so much more potential than what they're already seeing. And so that is what I wanted to share with you ladies today. I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. Um, again, don't forget to follow me on social media at Rachel Medina 101 and visit the website, rachelmedina.com to stay tuned, enter your email to stay tuned for those high side hustles and all those many money making opportunities. Catch you on next week's episode. Take care.